0: Hello and welcome to Duffy's Tavern from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's Duffy's Tavern, the Friday night transcribed feature on NBC's All-Star Festival of Comedy, Music, Mystery, and Drama. Brought to you by RCA Victor. World leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television, and by the makers of Anison for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, neuralgia. Here we go, friends, to Duffy's Tavern with our guest, Vincent Price, and starring Archie himself, Ed
1: Gardner. Hello, Duffy's Tavern. Where do you eat, meat, deed? Archie, the manager speaking. Duffy ain't here. <laughs> Hello, Duffy. Hey, uh, guess who's coming down tonight? One of the finest actors of our day, Duffy. No. Not Dustin Farnham.
2: <laughs> no, not
1: Hobart Bosworth. <coughs> Duffy, I said our day, not yours.
2: <laughs> it's
1: Vincent Price, Duffy. You know the guy, he plays the hate interest in them uh, psychopathical murder dramas.
2: <laughs> you know, he's
1: always the louse.
2: Uh, <laughs>
1: pictures, uh, you know, when, when Price says, I think I'll take the head off, he ain't talking about a beer. <laughs> That's all them dirty, nasty characters, though, want a real suave manner, sort of a soft-spoken loud mouth.
2: <laughs> with that,
1: you know, that that sweet, soothing kind of a voice. You don't know whether you should listen to it or pour it on a waffle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: in person, Duffy, he's different. He's every inch a gentleman, uh, with lots of savoir faire, you know, to type of a guy you just know that he looks dignified in his long underwear. (laughs) How's the crowd here? Oh it's the usual after the night court crowd. (laughs) Huh? (laughs) Well look I got an idea how we can swank up the place if you listen. Well look, Duffy, who are the biggest spenders? Actors, see? And it's obvious why. You see, actors never have any dough. But they don't want nobody to know it. So, ergo, they spend it like mad.
2: Yeah,
1: well, my idea is to turn this joint into an exclusive private club where only actors can be members, see, like the Lambs Club. Yeah, well, we'll get Vincent Price and call it the Hams Club. All right, I'll call you back, Duffy. Hey, Eddie, uh, now look, I want this club to be different. Now, the first thing we do is to drill one of them peak holes in the door, huh?
3: Well, why does this hole in the wall need a hole in the door? <laughs> Eddie, every
1: club's got one, uh, so that, that sort of management can look out and see that nobody gets in but bona fide members.
2: <laughs> well, if you
1: put a peephole hole in the door, nobody is going to come in. Why not? Well, if you can look out, they can look in.
2: <laughs> now, Mr.
1: Archie, how are you going to get any actors to join this club? By signing up Vincent Price. You see, Eddie, we've built the better mousetrap here, but... In order to catch the right mice, we have to bait the trap with the proper piece of cheese. <laughs> Namely, Vincent Price.
3: Uh, Mr. Archie, uh, what could a man like Mr. Price do in a dump like this?
1: All the things he's accustomed to. Not if he's, uh, accustomed to breathing.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, so we'll air condition the joint. We tried that once and you remember what happened? What?
3: There, we crawl back into the (laughs) bottle. This time
1: we'll hold it out with pliers. (laughs) Now, what else do we need for the club? Oh, yeah, we'll need a game room. Game room? Yeah, that back room where we keep the pig's feet.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty gamey, all right.
1: (laughs) Now, what else do I have in them private clubs? Oh, yeah, a library. Well, uh, what's going to be the library? We'll dust off that world almanac over there. Look, Mr. Archie, in the first place, that almanac is from 1914. In the second place, one almanac don't make a library. Leave me take your objections in order. Firstly, about the almanac being 1914, the Declaration of Independence is a great work, ain't it? Yep. When was it wrote? 1776. Touche. <laughs> Now, for your secondly objection, that one almanac don't make a library, to that I reply the word is almanac, not almanac. go, touche again. Yeah, I think
3: you're slightly touche in the head.
4: <laughs> so yes, Miss Duffy? I want to ask you something very important. What is it? If a fellow says, Dearest beloved, I love you more than the sun, the moon, the stars, More than life itself. Be mine, beautiful Miss Duffy. Be mine. Is that committing himself? Well, uh, yes and no. What do you mean, yes and no?
1: Yes and no guy in his right
4: mind at saying. Well, it so happens that it was said to me by my boyfriend, Rodney Maximilian Haybinder.
1: Miss Duffy, you still interested in that bum? Bum! Um, You heard me.
4: Archie, it so happens that at Barnaby's Barber College, Rodney is the only one to hold a safety award. (laughs) Really? safety award? Yes. He's the one man in his class that they trust to singe sideburns without the professor standing by with a fire extinguisher.
1: (laughs) What'd they give him for the reward? A hot towel with his name lathered on it?
2: (laughs) Are
1: you kidding, Miss Duffy? This guy really goes to a barber college?
4: You think I run around with illiterate? Here, look at this letter.
1: Let me see. Darling Miss Duffy, I thought about you all today at shaving class. Look, this letter is a little too mushy (laughs) for me. Maybe you better read it. What happened to him at shaving class? Well,
4: let's see. Um, so, dearest, the professor gave me four demerits. Just for a tiny nick a customer noticed on his earlobe. And darling, I'm really surprised he noticed it As the earlobe was on the floor at the time (laughs) Then in my confusion, I made matters even worse By giving the customer somebody else's earlobe I don't
1: know what kind of a barber this guy is But he certainly writes beautiful love letters, doesn't he?
4: Mm -hmm. Don't be sarcastic, Archie It happens that there are a lot of X's at the bottom of the letter Exes,
1: huh? Are they sort of smeared and red?
4: Now that you mention it, yeah. <laughs> huh?
1: Miss Duffy, you know, you're really a lucky girl. It's a lucky thing that the guy didn't go to a guillotine college. <laughs> Customers be walking around without heads.
3: Uh, hello, Watch. Oh, hiya, Finnegan.
4: Hello, Finnegan.
3: Good evening, Miss Duffy. By you look pretty. Thank you, Finnegan. Every day you look better. Yesterday you looked better than the day before. And today... You look like the morning after
2: Well, thank you Oh, don't mention it
3: See, Arch I hear you're starting a new club That's right Is it going to have dames in it?
1: No, Finnegan No dames It's going to be
3: strictly (laughs) non-sexterian So in that case I think I'll just stick to the YWCA
1: Finnegan The YWCA is for women only It is?
3: Yeah no wonder they keep throwing me out of the steam room.
1: <laughs> Look, Finnegan, the this club that I'm going to have here is just going to be for actors. but if you'd like to join, I'll use my influence to get you in. No,
3: thanks, George. I'm too particular. What do you mean, particular? You think I'd join a club that takes people like me? <laughs> I think you got a point there, Finnegan. Besides, I I belong to too many clubs already. What clubs do you belong to? Oh, the Lonely Hearts Club, the Outfledding for President Club. Uh, That was disbanded, by the way. Nobody told me why. (laughs) Oh, then I belong to the Book of the Month Club.
1: You belong to the Book of the Month
3: Club? Yeah. I have a special membership. They just sent me the pictures. (laughs)
1: That's a very good club, that Book of a Month Club. Uh, do you attend their meetings?
3: It's a funny thing, Arch. They don't have meetings. <laughs> really? Nope. No meetings, no parties, no ball team. Personally, I think the whole thing is a scheme to sell books.
1: <laughs> when to me, you sound more like you just came out of the Canadian
3: Club. <laughs> Please, Arch, i got enough trouble with books. What? Well, what would I do with a Canadian every month?
1: If you'd like to have some fun, why don't you go over to that stove in the kitchen and stick your head in the oven. Maybe your brains will expand.
3: Good idea, Arch. I'll set the oven for a slow broil.
1: And every five minutes, I'll come in and baste you. Now, Eddie, did you start fixing up the game room? Not yet. Well, when you do, I got a terrific idea. See, we'll we'll get a dartboard and some darts so that the actors can really have a lot of fun with themselves. Uh, How? We'll cover the dartboard with pictures of their agents. (laughs) game room looks pretty good here, except for one thing. Uh, What's that? I don't think our more conservative members will like this picture of September morn. Tell you what you do. What? Put a hatchet in her hand, and we'll call it Custer's Last Stand.
2: (laughs) Now, let's see. What
1: else does the club need? Uh,
2: Uh, Members.
1: Members? Oh, don't worry, Eddie. With Vincent Price joining up, we'll have all the actors from Hollywood dropping in.
3: Well, if they're going to drop, this is the place to do it.
0: (laughs)
1: Hello? Oh, hello, Duffy. You've been thinking it over and you want to join the actors' club? Duffy, you an actor? You get strange fright when you have to call out your floor in a crowded elevator. (laughs) But, Duffy, I'm telling you, the place is strictly for actors. Now, look, and take it off, but a burlesque show don't make you no actor tell you what I'll do. I'll compromise you. I'll, uh, I'll make you the chairman of the membership committee. But remember, no fair blackballing guys just cause they ain't Irish. Okay, Duffy. Now, Eddie, I gotta get this dart game set up. Uh, where's the pictures of them agents? Right here. Yeah, oh, the agents' pictures, yeah. Mm. You know, they ain't gonna be easy targets. Why not? Even in the pictures, their eyes keep shifting back and forth. <laughs> Wait a minute, Eddie! Eddie, did you notice that? What? A dart just hit that agent right in the middle of his package. Then our first actor must be here. He is the spotlight, if you please. Well, it's Vincent Price. (laughs) Well, good evening, Mister Price. Uh, Leave me, W. Welcome to this distinguished establishment. And furthermore... Thank you, Archie, and uh, may I say... Just a
2: minute.
1: <laughs> uh, Leave me further, say, Mr. Price, that seldom have we behooved such an august presentiment to these confines. <laughs> and further besides... Now, Archie, if you don't mind, I'd like to... Please. <clears throat> I ain't through. The man is in love with the sound of his own voice. <laughs> now, let me see. Oh, And feel assured, Mr. Price, that your visit is a bereavement from which we will not soon recover. (laughs) If there's anything you desire, just back or call. There's just one thing I would like. What? An edgewise. An (laughs) edgewise? Yes, so I can put a word in. (laughs) Okay, what's the word? Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye, but you just got here. Can you think of a better time to leave? (laughs) Wait, but you ain't had anything to eat yet. What? Eat here in this moldy mocombo? I'd sooner die. There is no sooner way. (laughs) Quiet, Eddie. Well, Vincent, I'm glad I'm finally meeting up with you, you know, especially after so many of our friends have said that we resemble each other. friends say that? Yeah, yeah, lots of them. Uh, then let us be known by our enemies.
2: <laughs> I'm
1: glad to see that you're a philosopher about it, Vincent. <laughs> I didn't get sawn neither.
2: either.
1: But, you know, as I look at the both of us, I, I can see the resemblance. Take our belts. We're about the same height. Uh-huh. What do you weigh? About 190. Well, there you got about 90 pounds on
2: me. <laughs> of course,
1: me shoulders is a little narrower than yours. Archie, oh, they only seem narrower because your ears stick out so far.
2: <laughs> well,
1: that's logical. But you believe me, Vincent? You darken me up a little, give me an hour with a curler, dab a little makeup on me, and I'd look enough like you to spit at your image. <laughs> There's one way in which you and me is different. Thank heavens for that. What is it? Addiction. Oh, yes, of course. Our addiction. Yeah, yours is lousy. (laughs) Yep. Me, I I like to use big words, you know? Big words, huh? Yeah. Well, I can think of one right now. Oh, yeah? What's yours? I hesitate to tell you.
2: (laughs) I bet
1: I can think of an even longer one. (laughs) In fact, I started using big words the minute I learned how to talk. Uh, How old were you when you learned how to talk? (laughs) (laughs) Nineteen. See, and by that time I was already in college. (laughs) You went to college. How do you think I got so cultured? (laughs) You are cultured? You don't believe it? Recite some Shakespeare to me. I'll show you how intelligent I can look. Well, I, um, I doubt it, Archie, but you aroused my curiosity. Very well. He jested stars that never felt a wound. But soft what light through yonder window breaks. It is the east and Juliet is the sun. Hey, Arch! Yeah, Finnegan? Who's the marshmallow? <laughs> What's the matter, you're sore because someone stole your forehead?
3: Hey, Arch, can I punch this guy in the nose? Please, no.
2: <laughs>
3: Just
1: reply in a gentlemanly manner that you never had a forehead.
2: <laughs>
3: okay, look, no, I never had a forehead, Arch. Now, can I put you in the nose? Finnegan, (laughs)
1: please, no fisticuffs. Mushmouth here happens to be a gentleman. (laughs) Uh, Perhaps I'd better introduce you. Vincent Price, uh, Clifton Finnegan. Highbrow, no brow.
3: Okay, bud. Let's let's take care to be friends. Isn't there a more sanitary way? (laughs) I
2: seen
3: you in that picture, the three mosquitoes. Finnegan, that's the three musketeers, not mosquitoes. Oh, yeah? I seen it in an open air movie in
2: Jersey.
3: Oh, and I thought all that flapping was applause.
1: Finnegan, next time you go to an open air movie, instead of popcorn, you better take DDT.
3: Don't wait, Arch. What's wrong with it? Stuff tastes lousy. Uh, did you ever try citronella with a scoop of ice cream?
2: <laughs>
3: hey, Bud. Ain't you a little nut? <laughs> hey,
1: Vincent, you'll have to excuse, Finnegan. You see, just before he was born, his mother had a bad case of fright. Oh, what happened? His father walked into the room. <laughs> well, at least you met the guy. Thanks, they are t- Oh, good heavens, he's back in a week. <laughs> This is Miss Duffy, man's best friend. Well, Miss Duffy, I, I can't tell you how happy it makes me to have this opportunity of meeting you. This guy's a better actor than I thought he was.
4: Oh, shut up, Archie. Oh, Mr. Price. Yes? I'm not doing anything tonight. That does not surprise me.
1: He was hoping he wouldn't give you a chance to start.
4: Archie, please. What I was wondering, Mr. Price, is whether you would like a date with me tonight.
1: Oh, but, Miss Duffy, what about my wife?
4: I'll let her get her own date. <laughs> oh, but
1: I, I can't possibly go out tonight. Why not? Just look at this horrible haircut some idiot gave me. I have a collar, Jeff, if I ever seen one. What's the guy do, cut it or chew it off? <laughs> that's not the worst part. I also got a shave and just look at these earlobes. What about them? They don't match.
4: (laughs) Oh, so you're the one who caused all that trouble for Rodney.
1: Look, Miss Duffy, please. Someone would like to see you outside. Who? Me. (laughs) Get out of here. Now, Vincent, let us get to the point. We're turning Duffy's into a high-class actors' club, you see. Very ulterior. And, uh... (laughs) We'd like you to be the first member. The first and only? Well, not the only member. After you find out how wonderful and exclusive the club is, we'll naturally expect you to suck in some of your friends.
2: Well, what do
1: you say to our new lambs club?
2: Bye!
0: If you suffer from pains of headache, neuritis, or neuralgia, you should discover what many thousands have known for years that Anison brings incredibly fast, effective relief. Anison is like a doctor's prescription. That is, Anison contains not just one, but a combination of medically proven, active ingredients in easy to take tablet form. Probably at some time, you've received an envelope containing Anison tablets from your physician or dentist. Thousands of people have been introduced to Anison this way. Try Anison yourself the next time you suffer from the pains of headache, neuritis, or neuralgia. You'll be delighted at how quickly relief can come. Anison is spelled A N A C I N. Your druggist has Anison in handy boxes of 12 and 30 tablets and economical family size bottles of 50 and 100 for your medicine cabinet. Ask for Anison today. No kidding, Vince This club's gonna
1: be wonderful Just picture A warm, luxurious room A roaring heart In the fireplace
2: <laughs>
1: Low lights, you know and, and soft dive-ins Them little day beds
2: <laughs> uh,
1: Pictures of great actors Hanging on a wall Edwin Booth Sarah Bernhardt Richard Mansfield Abbott and Costello <laughs> Maury Amsterdam All of them What about my picture? Your picture I think I have the very place to put it Oh, no, you don't
2: Oh You ain't heard
1: me out Well, hang it in a place of honor Under the pig's feet <laughs> Under them? Don't I even get top billing? Why should you? After all, don't forget the pig's feet have been here longer than you have well, what do you say? Will you join if I can get you in? Well... Good. That's oh, just excuse me. Hello? Oh, hello, Duffy. Uh, We've got good tidings. Uh, Vincent Price wants to join the club. What? Duffy, I can't do that. No, you can't with a guy like Price. Okay. Mr. Price. What? The chairman of the membership committee desires you to audition. Audition? Yeah. You see, this club is only for actors, and the chairman has certain doubts. Well, hasn't he seen any of my pictures? That's what gave him the doubts.
2: <laughs>
1: Tell him to go soak his head. Right now, he's too busy with his feet.
2: <laughs>
1: now, what do you say? Will you give the audition? I'm sorry, I can't. Why not? Well, as I said, if I auditioned for that horrible Duffy, I'd be a bigger ham than I think I am, and I, I couldn't be. <laughs> Don't worry, you
2: are.
1: Uh, so, what do you say? Duffy's listening. Well, all right. I'll, I'll start off with a recitation. Good. Uh, why don't you give him a little of that Shakespeare, huh? Very well. Uh, <clears throat> uh, to be or not to be? That is the question. Hold it, then.
2: <laughs> Hello?
1: Okay, Duffy. Not to be. <laughs>
3: Vince,
1: uh, don't you know no songs or, or jokes? <laughs> y- yes, I, I know some jokes. Well, oh, go ahead and spring one. Duffy likes jokes. Oh, well, <laughs> very well. Here's a very funny one. Great <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> right
2: so
0: far. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> well, it goes like this, you see. A, a little boy left his home, and he didn't come back for six years. Uh-huh. Uh, when he returned, he knocked on the door, and his mother said, Hello, Cookie. So the little boy said, why do you call me Cookie? And the mother answered, I call you Cookie because you've been a wafer so long.
2: (laughs) (laughs) A wafer so long, do you get it, Archie? (laughs) I
1: got it, but I don't think it's going to stay with me.
2: (laughs) Well,
1: I know an even funnier one. Impossible. (laughs) How does this one go? Well, it goes like this. Uh, Pat says to Mike, he says, um, I just received a letter from my sister. She must be very ill. So Mike says to Pat, Really? How do you know? So Pat replies, Well, she started the letter by saying, I'm in Chicago sick.'" Oh, Archie, I'm afraid I messed it up. I should have said, I'm in Chicago ill. (laughs) I'm surprised. It uh, just happens that that joke just reached Chicago dead. Let <laughs> uh, us tell another one, Vincent, but uh, not quite so funny this time. Uh, I, I don't want to split and explain. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: well, Archie, do you think Duffy knows the one about the woman who says, um, I just bought a dog? And the man says, Spit? And the woman says, Nobody drools a little. <laughs> Okay, Ducky. Well, that's too much for jokes.
2: <laughs> what else
1: can you do? Well, I, I can sing a bit. You can sing, huh? Mm hmm. Okay, take a try at it. Well, very well. Stand back now. Huh? <laughs> you made me what I am Today, I hope you're satisfied. You dragged and dragged me down until the
2: hope within me died. You shattered each and every dream. You fooled me from (laughs) the start. And although you're not (laughs) true...
1: to be standing right here next to (laughs) it. Okay, I'll tell him. Uh, Mr. Price. Yes? The chairman of the membership committee has decided (laughs) your case in the affirmative. You're out. (laughs) Furthermore, the chairman has asked me to dissolve the club, so... You have earned a rare distinction, Mr. Price. Well, what do you mean? This is the first time in history that an entire club has resigned from a member. (laughs)
0: Street friends to Duffy's Tavern, the Friday night transcribed feature on NBC's all-star festival of comedy, music, mystery, and drama. Brought to you by RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television, and by the makers of Anison for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, and neuralgia. Listen tomorrow evening for The Man Called X, starring Herbert Marshall the Saturday night feature of the All-Star Festival.